I got these kids from sucking and fucking. I don't need you to kiss me right now. Turn me around and bend me over. See, I liberate a lot of a lot of hoes. Here we go with the stock music. We can say anything we want to say. Welcome to the Unseen Podcast. Yeah, what's poppin'? That was female battle rapper Yoshi G Spittin' thought bars It's been a lot to say about thought music So we go continue the conversation This is part two of that Yeah, a whole lot to say So I got two more guests to go So we go get into it But Yoshi G is a female battle rapper Whose angle is basically injecting thought bars Yeah, you can see it, right? Thought music made its way into battle rap So it's here It's expanding It's a lot of them Right? But she got that niche But never mind that for now We go continue We go have this conversation I have two more guests um, We go get into it right away um, I'ma just hit you a little bit more With Yoshi G's bars Just so, so you can really see what I'm talking about But just understand that these females have an angle It's really about the bread It's them doing what they gotta do this is not the preferred angle, but it get, it's getting them somewhere and they can capitalize off of it. So check this out real quick from Yoshi G, and then we go move on to the guest. Check it out. All right, so we back at it. Um, I got with me Mel. Mel, let it be known where you calling from. I'm calling from Georgia. Georgia. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Now, why Georgia? Last time I know, you were up from the BX. What's popping? What uh-huh. what what are you doing in Georgia? You from New York? What's popping, Shotty? <laughs> well, let's see. Um, made the transition a few months ago. Um, always knew that we'd move down for warmer weather. Um, not not quite ready to share with everybody the geographical location specifically, but I'll do what everybody says. I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, there you go. And as you should, because it should be a thing to keep the ghetto savages away from your gate. So, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? So we go just keep it broad. I feel you on that. Um, we've been talking about thought rap on here, right? To you, it's probably like, what is thought rap? Because you just know about rap or hip hop. Well, it's just the, what is being labeled, labeled or identified as the new subgenre to hip hop. Why? Because it's the dominating hip hop right now as far as female rap is concerned, right? Um, right. Of course. There's the controversy or the aspect of it, uh, of the sexually uh, charged raunchiness and um, what what some women and men are rejecting that approach and, and feel like it's kind of degrading to women. Um, of course, there's the argument that it's uh, empowering, right? And there's, there's, there's valid points on both sides. What's your stance on it? Um, hmm, I would say my take, for me personally, I, I don't really find empowerment 
in the music um, in terms of me feeling empowered as a woman um, that I, I get from within. So mm. I kind of don't quite understand why people are so bothered by the fact that the WAP song is out. Um, for me personally, I, I like the idea of sex positive um, ideals for women. Um, unfortunately, especially in our community, I find that women, black women in particular, are either hypersexualized from a young age, meaning, you know, young girls, you know, I'm the mother of two daughters. Um, young girls are taught that they have to sometimes hide their body parts that are naturally given to them um, to not be too enticing to the other sex. Right. Um, we're, we know that in the media, in the news, that a lot of times um, young girls are, are looked upon as being, you know, overly sexually active or what have you. Um, and sometimes within our own community, we face that. Um, so sex positive ideals in terms of being able to own your sexuality, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, I also feel, and I know women are going to say this, that, you know, if the dudes can do it, then, then we can do it too. That we should be able to speak about the same things that, you know, um, the guys do um, in our own way. Um, this is not something new. I think speaking about... Um, Cohen <laughs> or speaking about sex or um, getting a bag from dudes or what have you was something that has happened since the beginning of all time. I think that it will always continue. Um, I don't I don't feel any way bothered. And again, as the mom of two daughters, I don't feel like this somehow is going to influence them. Now, I say that because I have conversations with my daughters um, in terms of their sexuality um, that's appropriate for them, their age and, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. My 14-year-old, that's my youngest daughter, is not quite going to be given the green light to listen to that song, whereas my 21-year-old daughter, of course, she's an adult, so she can better handle that content of music. Mm -hmm. It's not to say that my 14-year-old at one point may not hear that, it's just that for now, it's not on her, it's not at her age level. So on a lot of ways, no, I'm not bothered. Like I said, by the idea of this, I don't get why it's such a controversy for people. But for me, I feel like, you know, it, it doesn't hurt anyone. And, you know, you just got to take it in its appropriate way for you and yours. Gotcha. Gotcha. Perfectly put. And I think I get what you're saying. Like, why are you bothered if you already have a, a set of standard that, um, that you have especially if you have kids you have some standard for them to follow that's that's what's really guiding them so any song or anything that they hear is not necessarily going to be what becomes their uh, a, a compass to to direct them in who they are as a woman right is that what a what I understand right. that's it that's exactly how I feel gotcha exactly. but yeah. let, let, me, let me say this I think I do know why people feel like it's a problem because if you think about it as we speak that WAP song is the number one song in America and the one thing to know about the music industry when a song is number one that means it's playing everywhere repeatedly that's the main song that is being heard on any platforms that play music and even worse now we have more platforms that play music because we have the radio we have tons of outlets that music Music are streamed on where kids have access to them now let's keep it a hundred right when you have a lot of parents with kids 
um, that they feel like um, will be impressionable despite their standards, right? They feel like, hey, my kids will get to see this over and over. I can't watch everything they watch, right? On the TV, on YouTube. And this is the number one song in America. In America. That means more than likely it will have an impact on little girls that don't need to hear that now. Not to say because women should, aren't free to do what they want to do, but because kids will not understand what that means for them so they can do what they should be doing currently. So I think that's where the backlash is coming from. I think that's why people are, you know, bothered by it. And it, it it's legit for those who are bothered by it. But at the same time, we're in a society where it's such a, a quagmire of, of what is... Uh, right, right. What is conscious, right? And 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 what's supposed to be what? So I get that too. Um, and obviously, I, it, it it appears to be more um, more support for the song than it is uh, anti. Because honestly speaking, um, HWA couldn't go platinum or number one back in the nineteen eighties. Absolutely not. In fact, the record, both records that they dropped, were um, not a success it was the least successful music on ruthless record easy E's record label because of that meanwhile the gangster version on nwa's album they did exactly similar songs they just talked about it from the man's perspective nwa had music talked about she swallowed it right you you, you know you ain't got in front of me give it the ass right in the movie theater right like it was the same content just a male saying it right. and it worked so now i guess the balance is if like you said earlier if men can do it women can do it too so i respect that equality right but i think there will always be a backlash so i'm in education and i guess the big part is why i said i don't understand why there's such a big um controversy or hullabaloo or anything like that behind this is because it's 2020 Every right. kid, you know, the people are sticking phones and iPads in babies' hands. Right. Um, so our kids, you're absolutely right. They're seeing things on all different types of platforms. Our kids are, you know, I hate to use the word, but overexposed to a lot of different things. Their kids seeing a lot of imp inappropriate behavior in their homes from their parents, their older siblings, um, aunties and uncles you know how many times do we hear baby birthday parties that the child is turning one or two years old but the party isn't about the child you have parents that are drinking smoking or what have you until 3 4 a.m that baby's been asleep since like five six o'clock right, right? right um so i guess what i'm saying is we can't be surprised that our kids are gonna be exposed to this um, or or hear this because I can tell you, you know, as you know, a, a not so springy chicken. I think I'm still a, a springy one, but not so springy, right? <laughs> I think that when I was younger, um, there were things that I learned from my classmates in school that I may not have necessarily spoke about with my parents or spoken about with my family. Right. Um, I think that that happens all the time. Um, I'm primarily in high school, but. You know, when I am around the elementary and middle school age kids, you'd be surprised at how much they know about sex, um, about relationships as, as what they perceive through social media. And I think that with this song, if the kids have any questions or they're talking about it, I think, again, it's 2020. It's time that, you know, and we that, that we as parents and family members start to communicate with our kids. 
If nothing else right now, all we have is time. There's a whole pandemic going on. People are home. You know, our kids, rather than having them plugged in all the time, go find out what they're plugging into and have a conversation with them about it. Because I promise you, there's some six or seven years old, seven year old that watch some video on TikTok or whatever it is that involves the song and they're singing the lyrics and don't have a clue what they're singing about. It could also be an opportunity for parents to speak to them about, you know, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate ways to view their body or what's appropriate or inappropriate ways for other people to touch them. Um, what a healthy relationship looks like, et cetera, et cetera. Even your older kids, you still have to have that conversation with. Now, I don't, it may seem like I'm, I'm taking it far out there, but the point is, look, how many songs did we sing when we were little that when we listen to the song now, we know we had no no business <laughs> singing the lyrics of, of, of those songs, right? That's true. E- even though... I always knew what it meant. It ain't no fun if my homies can't have none. Uh-huh. But a- anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but but that's but that's my point exactly. Like no one, you know, I can say that when I was younger, you know, in my family in particular, um, they did speak to me openly in regards to sex and ways to stay safe and be, you know, um, mindful about, you know, not bringing home a child before time. There wasn't any sex positive talk. There wasn't conversations about uh, what a young woman's relationship or identity with herself should look like or her owning her own happiness or sex life or what have you. Those are things that are never discussed and people find out about it in the worst way or never at all or you know um, I think a lot of young girls are reared to go straight from the classroom into marriage. Mm. And there's no talk in between about what dating looks like, expectations of dating, um, not just expectations of marriage, but expectations of, you know, how should you feel about this person? What is going to happen? What's the possibility of what may come up? Um, I'm not a perfect parent, but I had those conversations with my daughter, well, with my older one in particular. um, And I have age appropriate conversation with my now 14 year old. But with my older one, I told her what would happen if, you know, some little boy invited her over to the house, you know, behind my back, you know, God forbid, you know, things that I had to prepare her for because these are these are things that, that are reality. These are things that I know happen, you know, to myself or people that I know coming up or things that I see with my students, you know. So I think, again, that there's always an opportunity to be sex positive. We're always speaking about sex in such a negative way to our young people, particularly our young girls um, and our young black and brown girls in particular, that maybe this is an opportunity for everyone to just speak about, you know, sexual health in a positive way. I have nothing to say behind that. Sounds like the perfect parent to me. <laughs> Nonetheless, I, I definitely appreciate that. I think definitely it 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 it, uh, it um, injects a, the the right perspective to understand how it's not only influencing adults. And I think adults have adults women have all the right to feel empowered by it, right? Uh, um, some of our other guests uh, uh, um, put that into perspective in which way that that it does for that matter. 
So I respect that, but I guess also there's another aspect to it, right? The um having the kids and you who has uh, um who have kids that you are, are actually raising as uh, uh, young girls and soon to be women now, um it it speaks volume to how that looks in the real world besides conversation because I could assume I can make all kinds of assumptions and how it might impact them or how it goes and so on and so on but you put it putting it in the exact perspective and how uh, these future or young women are being raised and should be raised but um, I appreciate that uh, definitely very 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 dope insight um, with that said what's your favorite thought rap <laughs> um see I, I, any, I have to say, I do like Megan. Um, I do like Cardi B. Um, I, I'll listen to it, but see, it's not even so much about the lyrics to me. I'll say it's more about the beat. And that's not a cop out. I promise you that that's <laughs> especially because, you know, I'm rocking what unseen. So I already know right, about right. the beats and the mixes. But truth right. be told, that's, that's kind of it. Like if it has a catchy hook, which I think, quite frankly, is what's bringing people in in the first place also, um, is, you know, the, the catchy hook gets you and you, you get into whatever song the radio plays at that time. Gotcha. Gotcha. But now let's keep it a hundred. Is that song, because it's more than about this whopping Cardi B, right? We're, we're talking about a whole new genre. Not new genre, but a whole uh, a, a subgenre because majority of female rappers, that's what they're talking about, right? Those that aren't talking about that are, are, aren't really heard by the mainstream. So that's that's why we it's being identified or labeled as thought rap, whether that's formal or not, right? It's kind of like gangster rap was never formal. It's, that was the media labeling it. And currently, that's the same thing happening with this, right? But um, just to say that, it's bigger than WAP. But do you think that's a hot song, objectively, like musically speaking? Um. Okay. So because this song has been like in the the media and everything, I have I've listened to it. I did listen to the lyrics and paid more attention. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. I think lyrically, it is a good song. Um, okay. I, I'm not going to say it's, it's you know, up there with the likes of, you know, Common or, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that. But yeah. I'll say that lyrically it was put together well enough that it's like, OK, this is this is clearly a sexually suggestive song, but I don't have a problem with it. Again, it's very sex positive. Now, on the flip side, maybe I'm a little bit different. Um in terms of my Caribbean background, um, I listen to a lot of dancehall um, and very explicit reggae. You turn on Vibes Cartel, mm-hmm. um, a male. Um, <laughs> his lyrics are nothing but sexually Im- explicit and implicit. There's there's no getting away from that. Or of course, I love Spice, and Spice, you know, has put it out there as well. Or taking it back to when I was younger, we had Lady Saw. Right. And her lyrics were definitely sexually suggestive as well. But it was strung together that, you know, it had the catchy beat, the catchy hook, what have you, and it drew you in. So maybe I'm different in terms of I I personally don't have a problem owning my sexuality and I also don't have a problem hearing it in the lyrics of a song. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so I think you think that the bars were good enough and and you explain it in details. Um, so what you think about these bars? And um, pause clause, pause clause. Uh, <laughs> we met this man, Sugar Daddy D. He had a big ass dick and he stuck it in his Oh, damn. 
damn, my, my, my soul is being tormented to you. Pause. 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 We, we fucked in Pause. the car and then in the house. Pause. Pause. Yeah, you know Pause. what? Nah, I can't even say the next one. Damn. Not because it's like too vulgar. I can't see myself repeating it. It's just like, it torments my, my, my masculinity to read it out loud. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. But anyway, you get the point. <laughs> yes, I get the point. <laughs> All right. So, so basically, and I get it, right? So notice how, how me as a man, it's hard for me to read something from that perspective but i guess you made a good point as a woman even though it, though, though that is sexually charged and if it sounds a certain way as a woman it's easier for you to hear it and relate to it you know what i'm saying when it's coming from women so i guess it makes sense and i think all of the guests uh, um that 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 our woman made the same point um and some some of this is is empowering from the sexual standpoint so i get it i get it i'll i'll go even further so i'm taking it out there so we always hear of these married couples that, you know, the man, the woman is complaining like, you know, my husband doesn't want to do certain things with me. And when you listen to the man speak about it, he's like, well, that's my wife. Right. right. But he has no problem, you know, doing all types of different positions and sexual tricks with the side piece or side piece is. Right? right, but for his wife, he likes to keep it "quote unquote" vanilla. Right. And but so we always hear about men being frustrated in their marriage. We rarely hear about women being frustrated sexually as well. Right? Mm. Mm. Um, women can, you know, we're we're supposed to be depicted as, you know, soft and pink and sweet and warm and all of that. But what they fail to realize is we could also be hot and horny too mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. you could be like yo i'm i'm i don't need you to kiss me right now turn me around and bend me over you understand what i'm saying gotcha. like that's that's how women feel like you know in the caribbean they would say well i eat dumpling too <laughs> right like we eat we <laughs> okay. eat the same food that y'all eat so what would make you think that we don't have hormones that go right. spike and all of that right. and i think that again Going back to what I said earlier about the message that we send to young women, young women, you know, they're reared in the church. That's that's a whole nother conversation. Right, right? right. But they're reared in the church where they're supposed to be prim and proper. And, you know, you're supposed to dress a certain way and talk a certain way to attract the man. But then a lot of young women and young men get married and then don't know how to keep their marital bed alive. You know, for a time, toy parties was a big, big thing because it was new and it's taboo and, ooh, this is freaky or what have you, just for a woman to buy a vibrator at the time. And okay. even now, there are women that don't. <laughs> women that don't own one or don't want to have that conversation about having a vibrator. It's considered taboo for a woman, again, to own her sexuality. So for men to feel like, oh, how can she say this? And, you know, just the people that's very conservative, I'm like, well, you know, that... Again, it's, it's not progressing any relationships and it's not progressing how women feel about themselves, their genitalia, and their sex life. Hey, I totally get, uh, I'm totally get it, and that's why I, I I'm staying as quiet as my, as quiet as possible because it's necessary to hear this from from a woman perspective. Um, so with that said, in closing, you would just say let WAP be WAP and let women do their thing, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Let women do their thing. That there's a you know there's always room for 
you know, um, everybody's juice box to be at the table, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And well, you know what? I'll be absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? This look, look, this is the era of the woman, right? I mean, if you think about it, so I think I think I think everybody just gotta fall back, men fall back. Um, you know, just just see how it goes and how it evolves. But I guess um let woman be woman. It's the it's the time of the woman, so to speak. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I appreciate you. I really appreciate you. Um good insights, uh, um good commentary on that. Um and I'm sure a lot of women will relate and appreciate. Um, so with that said, um, thanks for sharing your thoughts and uh, sharing game with the people. And hopefully I'll hear from you again. All right. Thanks again for having me. I appreciate you. Un- un- unseen product. Unseen product. All right. Shout out to my guests. I'm going to play some more clips from female rapper Yoshi G. And right behind her is going to be another female battle rapper, Tony Blanco. And that'll give you a different perspective how some females look at it. Check it out. I said, don't ask my pedigree. I'm a dog hole, ebony, spinner. I'm a small hoe. I ride for the thoughts. We in the Tahoe, petite bitch. I could take a deep dick, freak bitch. I could a headline that freak nick. You a good girl. She said she a good girl. That's not even a diss. That's amazing, sis. But after this, I'm still going to the telly to get a handful of amazing dick. I raised the fifth. If this gonna incriminate me, I ain't saying shit. I made amends. And your honor, forgive me. I fuck better than you. I suck better than you. I'm younger. I'm taller. My ass. Wait, you dirty bitch. You still thotting and you almost 30, bitch. Pussy's supposed to be a blessing. Never a burden trick. But on some real shit? You're a fucking mother. And I don't even got a punch for that. You out here bragging about sucking random niggas' dicks, going home kissing your kids? You should get punched for that. You was really out here fucking another nigga while pregnant with another nigga, baby, and wonder why he used you as a punching bag? You're fucking sad. Your mother should have avoided you. Pulls her walls in like a border room. I'm tired of your thought bars, bitch. I'm getting bored of you. So when you come at me, come correct with straight bars, bitch. That's how you earn respect. Uh, see what I'm saying? Different female perspective. Let's get on to the next guest. Yo. Yo, what's up, brother? Yo, what's poppin'? Um, alright, so we got somebody else on the line, you know, the woman doing their thing, but of course, you know, I gotta get the man in here too, right? Um, this is a man's world. Alright, alright, look, I ain't, that's right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I ain't gonna start no war. I'm just I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. You know what it is. You gotta, you gotta shine a little bit. You gotta try to shine. Yeah, try yeah, shine. you know what I'm saying? Alright, so look, I got Pokey Tower on the line with me from the BX. Do I get that right? That's right. BX is in here strong. Okay, two for two. Two for two on that. All right, so look, with that said, I'm going to let you introduce yourself real quick, and then I'm going to um, get into the topic with you, all right? Yes, sir. Well, Pookie Tie, friends from Pookie Tie. You know, I've been in the industry as far as helping. I've been in the um, school industry helping kids, work, work with kids as a coach. I've been in the music industry, um, backstage, you know, doing the system producing. I've been out there, a lot, lot of different fields. Okay, so okay, that's what's up. Having these topics, I'm like, I got, I might, I might have something to bring some value to it. That's what's up. Of course, man, I'm pretty sure. Um, all right, so look, topic is thought rap, thought music, right? Of course, um, a lot of people saying, look, what's that? What is thought music? I, you know, I, I only know hip hop rap. You know what it is? It's just basically the the the, the current dominating um, type of hip hop as far as female rap is concerned, right? 
you know, still rap about the ratchetness, right? Uh, Sex, yeah. the pimping, you know what I'm saying? Pimping these niggas, gold digging, yeah. hustle these niggas, you know what I'm saying? My box is the best, it's the wettest, all of that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cardi B and them, right? You know, City Girl, right? Of course, there's the mistake that it's really about them, but you know, we got Trina. She's like the, you could say she's the queen of that, because you could say it's Little Kim too, but Little Kim had some other bars. She ain't just spit that, so she's not known exclusively for that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. Well, I, 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 I actually give credit to, um, I remember back in the 90s, the, the women was making a, a powerful move with the sisters in the name of rap. Right. They had the concert out, out in New York. They was coming together, making a stand back between Latifah, Antoinette. Um, MC Light, all those artists with the, but they they were just actually making a name for women. So to see where women, the comfortability they have right now to, like doing like, like the guys is doing it is a great thing. But but I think ah, I think maybe it's a little, not not for all ears I should say. Yeah, I can feel that. I can feel that because look at the end of the day, uh, um, and I think um, Mel mentioned earlier, is is it's 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 not for the kids. I mean, it ain't. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for the kids, of yeah, course. Who controls that? Who control that? Um, the 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 corporations. They don't care. I mean, you know, they they'll sell they'll sell cigarettes to teens once upon a time until that uh, um that campaign came in. What was it? Truth, the Truth campaign, and that slowed them down from uh, um, from from selling it to teens. And of course, they 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 had to put warning labels and all this, you know, at a later time. But at first, they didn't care who they sell it to. So I mean, look, it's capitalism. And as we know, capitalism doesn't have any morals. Just get the money. Yeah, exactly. Get the yeah, money. Exactly. I remember back when we was coming up, back when um in, in, the, in the beginning stages when rap was having a strong impact. Back when I, remember, I heard you mention Easy E and everything like that. Yeah. They had a thing called Parent Advisory, where certain lyrics they wouldn't even play on the radio. When, when you buy that CD or that tape deck from the thing, it'll be Parents Advisory. They wouldn't even sell right, to right. kids from the certain age. Right. But that they lift those advisories and now. As as we got older, words got comfortable to us. Uh, we were able to say certain things on the radio that they wouldn't say back in the days. Right. So, the comfort, so the comfort the comfort level, the, the way we communicate became easier. So now here we go with the, that's how the, the thought music is, is brought out. And right. I was like, we can say anything we want to say. Right, right. And it's funny you say that because Easy Em was the I, I believe was the result of those those, those stickers on those albums, right? Yeah. Um, and to the point where if rappers did music like that, they had to make get extra studio time. Or I mean, not necessarily, but they had to re-record a clean version of those songs just yes. to make sure that they can play on the radio. I'm I'm talking yes. about re-record it with and different words and take the cuss word out, right? Just in order to get record play. Exactly. Yes. But yes. You, you know what's funny? It's interesting you said that because those albums still have those t stickers on there, but nobody paid attention because the you know you just have access to the music. In fact, I don't even think Apple Music or Spotify really display that to my knowledge because they just show you the album cover and that's that. So meaning, if if uh um if somebody has a family subscription of an album on Spotify, they're just gonna click it like ah yeah that's um Drake's new album, that's Nas' new album, right? Uh, uh, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm looking on spot uh, on um Apple Music now, Nas' album. Uh, there's no parental stickers on there, so I'll, so you hit it on the nail. It doesn't like it's almost like it's non-existent, and of course it's explicit still. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but that, we look at we look at our generation and the generation that's come after us, and look at our generation, how the people before us looked at us. 
we looking down at our at generations after us, but we are responsible. We are definitely responsible, just like the our our older generation was responsible for the things that we went through. Right. And, right. You know, so we are. We I think we have a certain responsibility what to put out there at certain age levels. Facts. Because we, facts. we look comfortable to it. To the, I'm gonna tell you a quick story. Right, right. One day I'm, I'm coaching. I'm coaching basketball, and I actually coached junior high. I was coaching at the time junior high school girls, mm-hmm. uh, anywhere from um, 10 to 14 years old, all different ages. Um, anyway, I got them on the on the layup line, and got some kids, some girls on the baseline waiting to get on the layup line. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm 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 there putting out the cones and stuff like that, and I'm just hear one of these girls repeating, singing um, Nicki Minaj song. <laughs> word, <laughs> right. word, word, <laughs> word for word. It's quiet. Little girl singing it. Right. Listen to see if she's gonna say these curse words or not. Am I gonna have to get at this little girl or not? <laughs> so I'm listening like, wait a minute. I'm and I had to look. Where like, that soap at? Where that soap at? <laughs> exactly. I'm like, wow. So like, you don't realize how dirty music is until you hear our little one singing it. Right. It's so crazy you say that because I remember when I was little, probably like seven. I forgot what the word is, but it was a word. And um, um, it was a word I don't remember, but I just know I said it. And my mom wasn't home and my father wasn't home, but I said it and my older sister, she heard me say, she like, oh, you in trouble. I'm telling my, you know, I'm gonna tell my uh, uh, mom, right? Yo, just I was, because you said the word. Just because I said the word, yo, I was scared to death. That that date felt like a century just waiting for my mom to get back home for her to snitch and told my mom that I said that. I was so scared, man. I was just like, yo, I ain't never saying that word no more. And you know what's funny? Of course, I done said a trillion cuss word since then but it's so funny I, like just because of that fear i think i never said that word again until i became an adult <laughs> you know what i'm saying but that's the difference that's the, the level of respect that you had about okay i'm gonna watch what i say i'm not gonna say that or right. but with nowadays it's too comfortable to what, what, what comes out of these people's mouth not knowing the damage that it can do right right I got you. So basically, from the sound of anything that you're saying, it's basically that despite of the freedom, songs like WAP and the many, many, many raps like that from the stock music and so on, um, there's still a responsibility and it does influence and it will impact the younger ones that's impressionable and that may not have the direction, especially when they are like me who was freely able to use a word because my mom wasn't around. It's just to say when your parents are around, there's still something else influencing your kids. So you're you're essentially make, making it known that it's still going to influence um, the kids and the future. Yes. So therefore, there is a responsibility that must be at hand. It ain't just about um, having the freedom and being empowered alone. That there, there, there must be some kind of balance. Granted that adults can do what they want, but there, there must be a balance into how we are allowing these things to reach the kids. Do I get that right? Yes, because it's leaking out. It's not, not like we have control and we got it bottled up and it's only for our ears. It's definitely leaking out to younger generations and they're getting the wrong message and the only message and that alone right there is doing damage. Yo, well said, man. Well said. So it's definitely great to get the male perspective on here as well. Although some women's conversation, but you know, I'm with that. Um, so with that said, do you rock any uh uh with any thought uh, a thought rap rather? I mean, I, I hear it when I'm expected to hear it. 
man, gotcha. if I go inside a strip club and I'm expecting to hear that, they be going in here hearing blues, I think something wrong. Right, right. You know, I, you know, <laughs> but you, I hear it where I expect to hear it. Right. But I totally I, I feel you. My man. 90s music, I keep my 90s music going all day, man. I can I, relate to that. Man, I'm with you. <laughs> Look, you, do, you, you don't. <laughs> You don't want to be a Magic City and uh, what's his name come on, right? Some old smooth yeah. jazz. You're like, hold on, man. They supposed they to be got, dancing, yeah. not going to sleep from this. <laughs> you got to turn it up. You got to turn it up. Call the notches, man. You got to turn that up. Totally with you. So we go make sure that any DJs that's going to go in there and try to play. Uh, man, what's the legendary man? Man, I can't get his name. Uh, 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 Luke? Uh, um, what, Luke? Muddy Waters and all of them. Muddy Waters, right? Blues legend. Blues oh, legend. Oh, blues. Oh, oh. BB oh. King. BB King. That's what I was trying to yeah. say. You know what yeah, I'm saying? King, money Waters. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> any any DJ that played that in a club, strip club, or any club that ain't that ain't for that is getting fired and thrown out like a uh, 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 Jazzy Jeff and a uh, <laughs> Fresh Prince. Straight yeah, up. For real, man. We ain't playing I mean, with that, man. What, Turn that thought music up in a strip club. <laughs> yeah, what just goes to show, this it's a place for everything, man. Facts, facts. But, but, but you have to understand it leaks out you know it right. definitely leaks out right all right man well put well put um i appreciate the perspective um i think it's it's, it's definitely establishing a black um balance as we hear everybody's view on it so with that said um look what's your favorite spot when i hit new york where do i eat at uh, man. man you gotta come to the cuddy man the cuddy bar and grill 2525 boston roll in the bronx man the bronx that's a spot say no Never more got it man Say no more. That's what it is. So y'all hear it. When you're in New York, Times Square, keep your mask on for now. You know, until it's over. But when you're in Come New York, hit up the Cuddy. Try Borough Bridge if you if you're in Queens, if you're on Staten Island, right? You know your way up there. Make it up there. Hit up the Cuddy, man. They on point with it. I heard about it. I'm seeing about it on IG. So definitely, definitely visit the Cuddy. All right. All right, Pookie Time, man. I appreciate you coming through, calling through, and um, hopefully I'll hear from you again. Yes, Unseen. Do your thing, brother. Appreciate you. Peace out. All right. Unseen, brother. Unseen. All right, so check it out. I'm going to play another clip from female rapper, or known as Thought Rapper, Sukihana. Check the first clip out. This is her addressing how WAP inspired her. But you must listen to the next clip just a year ago. How she felt about the music industry. It's very interesting. You really, really need to listen to that one. All right. So check the first one out and then listen to the next one. I feel like being like sexual shit. Like I don't see nothing wrong with that because, baby, I got uh, uh, three kids. And I mean, I got these kids from sucking and fucking. At the end of the day, me being a hoe, like these people say, like, honestly, I liberate a lot of a lot of hoes. You feel me? When I hear Cardi talk about popping some pussy, me and my bitches is witty. Like we that liberate us because it's like fuck you, self-respect as hoes cause how y'all got self-respect? <laughs> like, I don't think y'all got self-respect like that. Cause first of all, you supposed to tax these niggas, that's self-respect. You feel me? Like, I just, it make me feel liberated. Like, I love crossing boundaries. Because guess what? Scare money don't make no money. If you're going to be scared to get that money, you're going to be scared to be yourself and say, this who I am, then you ain't going to get that coin like that. 
I want to tell y'all I apologize and I'm sorry for what I'm about to say, but as far as this music stuff, I won't be doing this music stuff anymore. I started this because this was my dream and, you know, I wanted to make sure I could get me and my kids out the hood. It's, it's always been my passion to rap. A while ago, I had signed a contract and I didn't know nothing about the business or the, or, or, the, or this game out here. And just right now, I'm realizing that I signed my soul. I, I sold my soul to the devil. I signed myself to the devil. I don't even own myself no more. I don't, I sold my soul to the motherfucking devil and I done pray. I pray and I pray and I pray. You know, and it's just like, I don't know if God can get me out of this, you know, and it's just, it's just like to the point where I don't even know, like, I can't. I just want to say I'm sorry to my fans. I know y'all love me. I know y'all believe in me, but I can't. I didn't know what I was doing back then, and, and I lost passion. I, I don't even believe that. I don't even believe in myself no more because of what I did. I did not know the game was like this. And I'm just ready to go back to school. I'm just ready to move away and go to school. From the horse's mouth, as you can hear, I don't have to say much, right? It's a case of life imitating art, and the dollar dictates the art. That's what it's about. Now, if a female's authentic with it, like Yoshiji appears to be, then that's what it is. Own what is it that you do. But don't sell yourself for that dollar, because there's always a price and there's always a higher bidder and if there's always a price you don't know where it's go go where it's go in so that's all i gotta say females don't necessarily choose this but that's how they can get on i don't think that's how females have to do it in a general sense but a lot of female rappers taking this route you know what i'm saying so i'm gonna end with one of the queen thoughts so to speak Oh yeah, my neck, my back. Check it out. And I'm out of here. You know, when it comes to the girls, they want to promote lick, 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 lick me dry. You know, uh, yum, yum sauce. Uh, wow. But if you put out, when I meet my king, it don't get roasted. Nobody, they don't want to play that. Radio station don't want to play that. They don't want to play you, my girl. They don't want to play respect me. They want to play my neck and my back. So, when it comes to the women, it's like either your pussy's ass is out, that's the only way we're gonna acknowledge you. You make a song like that, you bring a pussy all in here, we're gonna play it on the radio, we're gonna play the video all day. But if you make a song like Respect Me, it's China. You know, so they don't have nothing else to do but bend over. And the hoes is willing to bend over. I wasn't willing to bend over, so they blackballed me. If I was sucking dick and bulldogging and eating pussy and butt neck and let Kay Ashley out, baby, I'd have been on it. But because I didn't want to do that, they said put that bitch over there in the corner. This podcast is brought to you by Unseen Product. Produced, recorded, and edited by producer and mix engineer Unseen. Thanks for listening.